yeah, the first the first take of this recording got deleted, you guys. My bad. So now we're going to have to do this all over again. But I got plenty of time for y'all, you know. Y'all my peeps. So I got to sit here and fuck with y'all. Um, yeah. <laughs> it really just did, like, everything just, like, just spammed and just got deleted as I'm recording. But, you know, shit like that happens, y'all. It's life. Keep it going. But... What's up with you guys? This is your boy Rob Glow, and this is the Lost Ones Podcast, episode 17. Now, like I said, this is a re-recording. The first one got deleted, whatever. Show must go on, right? So, like I said, the whole gist of this episode right here, you guys. Oh, let me let me get this out the way. Like, comment, subscribe on the podcast. YouTube page for all my YouTubers out there. Shout out to YouTube. Shout out to Apple. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to Anchor app for even allowing us to do this podcast. Um, I definitely have to get into the groove of making that a stance. Every single episode, shout out the platforms. The platforms that's giving us the space, the creativity to do this podcast. So definitely shout out to my Apple people, shout out to my Spotify, shout out to my YouTubers, shout out to everybody who's supporting me on the Anchor app. Everybody, I fuck with y'all, I support y'all. Um, or I want to start saying too, I've been getting a lot of ideas. I will be having and dropping the Lost Ones um, merchandise very soon. I'm going to let y'all know on uh, upcoming episodes when I'm going to get that process started for you guys. Everybody who's been supporting and fucking with the podcast, I appreciate the shit out of y'all. I really do. The the love that's being shown, the appreciation, the viewership, the listenership, everything is nothing goes over my head, y'all. I appreciate y'all that and and that, and that really gets me up and really want to come on here and talk to y'all and tell y'all what's going on. Just just you know that that makes me get off my ass and really want to start. Not even start. It makes me want to continue doing this at a high level and getting better with this. And, and don't worry, you guys. For everybody who's been, you know, saying it's going to be interviews coming up, it's going to be interviews. I'm not going to tell y'all who the interview is going to be with or when they're going to come. Just know when you see the next few episodes, it's going to be better, better than ever. And we're going to continue to grow the podcast, the viewership, the listenership, everything. So... Definitely. Once again, I appreciate everybody who's been tuning in. Everybody. None of y'all get overlooked. Trust me. Trust me. For real. The love I've been getting really, um, really getting this podcast up. But NBA talk. It's a Saturday, February 6th, y'all. Valentine's Day is next week. A week and a half. You know. My girl told me not to really do too much for her, but you know she did. She did the most for me for Sweetie's Day. So y'all gotta, you gotta reciprocate that energy back. I want y'all see if y'all fellas got y'all Valentine this year. I see that y'all was fucking with the episode of Peanated on my boo Shariel. She did good. I've been telling her for a while to start getting to this podcast. Not even this podcasting. Her doing her own blog and. Um, get her voice and her her words and her everything out there. So definitely, she's definitely going to start really being a part of the podcast more often and shit. 
What y'all be smoking out of, man? Let me know what y'all smoke out of. No, I smoke only Dutchess and Leafs. Only Dutchess. And I used to, I, I smoke a Swisher. You know, somebody got a Swisher. I smoke it. But, yeah. So, the origin of this episode, sports talk, y'all. Um... First, I'm going to give my MVP talk. Uh, I have five candidates which I I feel like are playing at MVP level and who's showing early MVP considerations. I don't really go off MVP considerations so early in the season, about 25 games in right now. I usually, I usually want to do it to game 40 and beyond, but it's a shortened season, so whatever. Um. I'm going to throw five players' names out, and I'm going to give reasons to each player. So, no particular order either. I'm going to just go how I go. Number one, Kevin Durant. Coming back from Achilles injuries, averaging 30 on 54, 55% shooting from the field, 40% from three, and about 90% from the free throw line. KD is reminding everybody that I'm, I'm, I've never left. And that was a big, big thing for, I think, everybody in the sports world, seeing how KD was going to come back from his Achilles injury. And really, I honestly believe KD's looking better than better. He looks better attacking the rim. I've never seen Kevin Durant attack the rim, even in OKC. He attacks the rim with force off of the Achilles injury. That's pretty great. Pretty great. So, um, LeBron, come on. Come on, y'all. LeBron's MVP consideration every single season. 25-8-8 on about 49% shooting. He's averaging about 40% from three. That's, a, that's the second, third time in LeBron's career he's averaged 40% from three. I think his career high is 41% in his Second season in Miami when they, I, I think it was the second season when they won against OKC, and he averaged thirty nine percent from three in his third season when they went back to back. Um, Nikola Jokic, he's averaging about I think twenty six, twenty six, ten and eleven and ten. Joel Embiid, come on y'all, I told y'all he's going to be MVP consideration this season. And I said, I think I said Paul George. Paul George is, is in MVP consideration. I have an honorable mention in Luka Doncic, but the Mavericks aren't playing good basketball at the moment. So that's why he's not the top five. But it's great to see, it's great to see KD back in form. Great, great to see. Um, I want to also say John Wall has been looking great this season. Coming off, um, I think he had knee surgery, and then he tore his Achilles. So for him to be playing good on the Houston Rockets, and they've been looking great. Christian Woods, he's really he's a he his comp to me is Anthony Davis. He plays just like AD, similar, very similar to um, New Orleans Anthony Davis. But he's not the defender that AD is by far. <laughs> I think that's the only only aspect of Christian Wood's game to which he needs to improve. Honestly. 
Um, the Boston Celtics. I've seen a lot of people talking about trading Kimball Walker because he's not looking good. Well, he's not looking great. My thing is, he's just coming off a of knee of a knee injury. Give that man some time. Kimball Walker has been one of the best point guards in the league for many years. He can lead a team. So for the Celtics talking about giving him up or or giving giving up on him and trading him away really will be backwards because they're kind of limited on talent. You know, letting Gordon Hayward walk this season to Charlotte Hornets, um, they really lack depth. And, you know, without Kimball Walker, they will really be a mid-team. I don't really think there will be a playoff team without Kimball Walker. But that's neither here or there. Um... What else do I want to discuss? The NBA, to me, is too many one-dimensional players. And what do I mean by that, guys? One-dimensional, you're only great, good to great on one aspect of the court or one particular attribute on the court. Uh, let me throw you an example. Buddy Hield. Buddy Hield is a great shooter. He's a pretty good scorer. Like, on a good night, on a great night, Buddy can give you about 30-plus on good efficiency. But outside of scoring and shooting, Buddy Hield is pretty below average at everything else. Buddy Hield can't defend. He doesn't pass the ball. Um, without the ball, he's he can kind of move without the ball because he's a great shooter, but Without the ball in his hands much of the time, Buddy Hield is really not doing that much. I can say the same about Trey Young, and Trey Young's a better player than Buddy Hield. Although Trey Young can shoot, he can score the ball at will, he can play make, he averages about 10 assists a game. But Trey Young, it's crazy. He can give you 10 assists, and he doesn't pass the ball that much to me as a point guard. He averages 10 assists, and he doesn't pass the ball that much. His his points, I mean, his assist averages comes from, you know, flashy passes and alley-oops of John Collins and Clint Capella. Easy throwaways. He's not really creating plays to me. He's just going within the flow of the offense. You have two athletic bigs that not only can give you the alley-oop assist, John Collins can also – Screen and roll to the three-point line to open threes. But Trey Young is not that good on defense. He's really not good at defense at all. Another example, Jason Tatum. I love Jason Tatum. I've been a, a pretty hefty fan of Jason Tatum, saying he's a top five wing player in the league. But – Outside of scoring and shooting the ball, what else is Jason Tatum good at? He's a good to average defender. He's not a passer. He doesn't really play for his playmate for his teammates. He's just like a flow of the offense, another flow of the offense type of player. You know, that's that's what the NBA is consistent of nowadays, honestly. A lot of players are good and have the skill sets to be great. It's like let me use a positive example. Donovan Mitchell, 
a lot of people don't really believe that Donovan Mitchell is a superstar. I am the opposite. I believe that Donovan Mitchell can really be a, a top. He has top 10 player attributes. They said that can Donovan Mitchell score at the highest level? He can. He's been averaging about a good 20 to 25 points since being in the league. Can he play make first teammates? Well, they thought he was a point guard coming to the league. He's not really a, a, a pure point guard. He's a, he's a two. He actually does play the two, but he can also he's also shown the ability to, the ability to play make and get his teammates open and really being a floor general. He can. He has the, he has the attributes. Not only that, Donovan Mitchell can play defense. Good defense to really, yeah, plays good defense. So, but I never hear nothing positive, more positive things about Donovan Mitchell than what he can't do. He's not, oh, he's playing in Utah. Uh, he, he, can he give him over the hump? I believe that Donovan Mitchell can. I feel like in the right system with the right team, Donovan Mitchell can flourish. Damian Lillard, I love Dame. He's not great defensively. Dame can, can play defense, just not great. He gets his teammates. He plays for his teammates. He's one of the best closers in the league. He's been one of the best closers in the league since he's been in the league. But by being so one-dimensional, at times it can shrink Dame. It can shrink him. It can shrink his play. It can shrink, it can shrink the impact he has on the game. I know it's not going to be a lot of players like a Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, not only has the size to be offensively great, Giannis is defensively sound. He's not the greatest defender, but he he's a pretty good on-ball defender. He's a great off-ball defender, um, helping on the weak sides. He gets a lot of he gets about a block or two a game, but. The at the the like a Kawhi Leonard place type or LeBron play type to like a a dominant two way player isn't we're not going to see one of those for the next few years. You guys, I'm sorry. I thought that Zion would be that, but he's an undersized power forward. He's not that quick off his feet against smaller players. He's not. Big yet to the point of guarding bigger players. He's pretty big, but he's not going to be guarding a Joel Embiid or um, or a Nikola Jokic or even a Carl Anthony Towns. That's another man. Oh my God, Carl Anthony Towns is another generational player. But the fact that he cannot play defense, can't play defense for shit. He can, and it's crazy because Carl Anthony Towns. He's been through a lot, man. Let me, let me, the death of his mother from COVID, the family members that had gotten COVID in the past, um, him himself catching COVID. His mother just died off the shit last year. He just got it. You know, so like he's been, he's, he's also said that basketball won't take the pain away or help get better in the immediate future. And I understand I understand where his mind is at, and, um, you know, that's a lot, bro. That's a lot you could ask of one person, honestly. So I, I, I really get it. 
But at the same time, bro, you're out there. You're a professional. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do your job, bro. Especially the talent that you are, cat. I believe Carthony Towns should demand a trade from the Minnesota Timberwolves right fucking now, right now, right now. They're doing the same thing to Carthony Towns they did to fucking Kevin Garnett. And unlike Kevin Garnett. Carl Anthony Towns doesn't seem that mentally tough like a KG, even though they both stayed for longer than expected. I don't want Carl Anthony Towns, who's the number one pick, bro, coming out of college. He's been a 20 and 10 guy since being in the NBA. He's been a top three center in the NBA. But none of his numbers translate the wins. And I hate when people say you can say the same thing about Devin Booker. That's not true because Devin Booker a lot of times in his career has had horrible teammates, horrible coaching. You cannot say the same about Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns has had some pieces around him. I'm not saying the greatest pieces, but he's had talent around him to effort into winning the Minnesota Timberwolves has been the bottom of the NBA since he's been in the league. It's only been once. He's been to the playoffs once in his career. And if it wasn't for Jimmy Butler being the, the type of player he is, to, Jimmy Butler was hurt. Talent-wise, talent-wise, y'all, Cardney Towns is shitting on Jimmy Butler. Talent-wise. Jimmy Butler is a better overall player because not only his heart, the defense, he's played with tenacity, that makes him a better player. Because skill and talent, Courtney Towns is way better than Jimmy Butler. Maybe not way better, but stats-wise, Courtney Towns is better. He's still not a better player than Jimmy Butler, and that bothers me. Because I felt that way about Joel Embiid for a while. I love I, me personally. If you ask me about Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid is a generation, a generational type player. He's an MVP caliber player who should be dominating every single time he gets the ball. I love the fact he can extend the floor and he can shoot threes. He dominates the mid range. I love that that Joel Embiid does that. But he doesn't. He, his heart, his effort. It's his effort. His effort is what. Fucking bothers me the most. He doesn't have the effort every single play. Oh, and when players started calling out Carthony Towns, I was pissed. Cause Cat Talent, bro, you're shitting on a lot of people who who's talking down on you, bro. But it's just like you're not physical. We all seen the meme that Carthony Towns backing down Boogie Cousins and Boogie Cousins like, come on, bro, you're little. Come on, man. Shouldn't nobody be making Carthony Towns. Outwork him, out physical, out man him at all, at all. And I think Cat is in like year five, year six. He's a, it's about to be a time where Cat is in that mode. Like I, I gotta do something. I have to do something. I felt that, um, I had like a trace scenario in my mind that. The Utah Jazz will swap Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. So Carl Anthony Towns will be on a better team. 
But that's neither here nor there. If Carthony Thomas will get his defense together, that would never happen. But yeah, man, a lot of a lot of these, a lot of the great players, a lot of the good players, up and coming players, they're very one dimensional. Luka Doncic, as great as Luka Doncic is, he's very one dimensional. If only Giannis had a better jumper or a post move to save his life, Giannis will be like that next two way generational player. And as great as Giannis is, he would never get over the hump if he don't. Because people they play Giannis like a center, bro. I mean, they play Giannis like he's a guard, and he's not a guard. He's a center. Giannis is a big, and the fact that the NBA has treated and schemed Giannis like he's a guard when he's not. It's killing him. It's it's it it's literally killing his career. The fact that he's still playing like he's a guard, he's not. Like he needs to play the five. I will put Brook Lopez on the bench. I will find a, a a serviceable four, like a Rudy Gay type or a Thaddeus Young type. And Giannis needs to be a five, bro. He cannot continue to play on the perimeter. I don't want Giannis open shooting threes. Yeah, take him. The, the center position needs to start needs to shoot threes as well. But what I'm saying is, I'm not playing Giannis on the perimeter, bro. He's straight back to the basket, or he's coming off a fast break, dunking on people. Why is he handling the ball on the perimeter, wanting to be a guard? I I felt the same about Anthony Davis for a while. AD is great, but at least with AD, AD was a guard. AD came, he, his growth spurt before college, he was 6'3", woke up 6'11". He was a guard. He had to transition to play a big. And AD, and within still want to be a guard, AD still have those guard skills to at least mimic that. Giannis, bro, you're too fucking big to be trying to dribble through your legs, trying to blow by. Bro, get in the paint. You're unguardable at 15 feet in. Giannis is unguardable. Literally unguardable. Nobody's doing nothing with him at all. Like nothing. 15 feet in. Yes, do he need mid-range work? Yes. I don't want Giannis to be on the perimeter that often, y'all. At all. The uh the Brooklyn the Milwaukee Bucks need to fire Mike Budenholzer. He's killing Giannis, killing him. At least Jason Kidd was like, hey, and a lot of people said that Jason Kidd was like, wait, no, blocking Giannis. Nah, he was he was no, bro. I don't want you on the perimeter, bro. Get your ass in the paint and work every time. Who's guarding you? Nobody. Even Shaq said he's the baby, he's the new Superman. He's not playing like Superman. He's playing like he wants to be KD. Bro, you're not KD. You don't have the footwork like KD, the the jumper, the no, bro. You no. What y'all think about Kyrie Irving being a Kobe type player. Yes, I feel like Kyrie Irving um, is um, a a spitting image of Kobe, but a 
way better ball handler and a little. I don't want to say Kyrie Irving is skilled, more skilled than Kobe. But damn, Kyrie Irving is, is a skilled dude. And the fact, literally, people, I've seen people say, like, man, what if Kyrie was 6'6? Six, six? It's Kobe Bryant. It's Kobe fucking Bryant. What if Allen Iverson was 6'6? Six, six? Kobe Bryant. And the fact that you no know, Kyrie said a lot of dumb things and did a lot of dumb things, it's it's killed the fact that Kyrie Evers, he's one of the best guards I've ever seen in my life. Ever seen in my life. Like for all the, the bullshit and all the, the 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 back and forth and the all the bad that Kyrie's said, Kyrie Evers is one of the best skilled guards, best skilled players I've ever seen in my life. Ever. He's the reason why my team got a championship. He's one of the reasons. Nobody, nobody will ever, a real Cavs fan would never say that Kyrie Irving wasn't one of the reasons why we won, it, won that ring. And if they do, they're fucking lying. Come on, man. He's one of the reasons. But I feel like a lot of that ego got to his head, like, so soon. And and if and instead of taking game, what game was bringing to you in LeBron, bro, you wanted to dip. For granted, LeBron did play a part in that. But come on, man, I I just wish Kyrie handled that with a little bit more grace. A little bit more of grace. But that's neither here or there. Um, it, it'll just be great what's going to go, go on the rest of the season. If we're going to have a rest of the season with all these protocols and all the players coming in and out. We're definitely going to see if the Brooklyn Nets are going to play their next game because of the fact they think KD has to sit out because of contact tracing. We're going to see... Um, if the Toronto Raptors, the team they just played against, they're going to be able to play their next game. We're going to see. We're also going to see that these bullshit narratives in this season. I was having a conversation with my nigga Fat Tay. Shout out to my nigga. Um, he said, if Braun, if Braun is so great, why did it take for Kyrie to get to Cleveland to win a championship? There's there's a lot of truth and there's a lot of false in that. Let me tell you the truth. It did take for Kyrie Irving to come to Cleveland to help LeBron get the ring. Kyrie Irving played a pivotal role. Pivotal. Kyrie played a, just as much as of us winning that ring as LeBron did. Just as much. I will say that. But I will also say LeBron is one of the reasons why Kyrie Irving was able to come to Cleveland because he left Sign and trade to Miami, and I think we got another pick from. Um, oh no, actually, I'm sorry, y'all. Us trading Baron Davis to the Clippers and them giving us back a first round pick. I think that became Kyrie. Mm. Mm. But you can never give an opinion without sounding like a hater. 
I'm honestly saying this. But, and I love Kyrie, bro, but it's just a lot of things, like, he don't stand on his word, man. He don't stand on what he say. And then backpedals. I hate people like that. I, I think I've encountered a lot of people that in life. A lot of people say a lot of outlandish things and outrageous things. And you don't stand on it. And then when people have a opinion on what you're saying and how you said it and the words coming from your mouth, you want to backpedal and deflect and deflect and dismiss it and then want to create another narrative. Bro, that's not how life works, man. A lot of people are like that. A lot of people do that. And I hate those type of people, bro. I do. But you would never catch a nigga not say that Kyrie Irving didn't play a part in winning the championship in Cleveland. Ever. Ever. And and it's fucked up because that solidified his career. You ain't never heard none of these media niggas, none of these sports niggas say that Kyrie need to do this and this and this to uplift his career more. He need to do this because he haven't done nothing since Cleveland. He's done nothing since Cleveland. Really, let's be let's be honey. He ain't did nothing since LeBron. Since he played with LeBron, he wasn't really doing nothing before he played with LeBron, and he hasn't done that much since. Since. But yet you saying some of these disrespectful, outlandish things, and when people catch a word and hear what you say, it's different from when people are quoting you in the media. It's different from when people quote you or hear what you say on Instagram and chop and screw the words. And it's also different when you say certain things and they chop and screw it. Bro, you're on a podcast with Kevin Durant, another person who kind of throws shots at LeBron. Saying that, oh, you're 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 the only motherfucker that I feel like who could hit hit the same shot as me, which is a lie. LeBron has been hitting the same type of shots as you, Kyrie, even better before playing with you and after playing with you, bro. What? That's that's one cap. That's one thing that you was like, uh, that was sh- that was shiesty. Shout out, Pooh Shiesty. You also undermined your Celtics teammates in Boston. Didn't have the nerve to say, oh, man, I called LeBron. I was like, damn, bro. If I was doing if I was doing some little nigga shit like what they doing now, man, my bad, bro. Huh? <sighs> See? Phone ringing. Sorry he's doing this, guys. Uh, anyway, we're going to keep going. We 30 minutes in. Like I said, it's just, I, I love Kyrie Irving, but it's just some, some things that he does and said, it just undermines his greatness. But it's going to be a lot of more sports talk with you guys. You know, follow the Instagram page, the Lost Ones podcast. Um, follow me on Twitter, Rob127 underscore. Subscribe, like, comment, YouTube channel, The Lost Ones Podcast. Um, subscribe us on the Anchor app. Subscribe us on Spotify. Subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe us everywhere you can see us. Subscribe, like, comment. This is your boy, Rob Glow. Thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate all y'all. Until we meet again, peace.